Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiast, Kylie. Hi. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. And on this week's episode, we'll be covering Mean Girls. We are going off the original 2018 Broadway cast recording, which will be on our Spotify and linked in the show notes. And because it's a special episode, Kylie is presenting today. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. So I was supposed to see this at the Fox when it came out, but of course there had to be an ice storm that night, so I did not get to see it. Which is lame. Womp womp. Yeah. Weep womp. My aunt went and she was supposed to lie and say it was horrible, but she did not lie and say that. She (laughs) she loved it. So, lucky duck. And Amber did go see this one, but unfortunately she's not able to join us for this week. So we won't get the inside scoop, unfortunately. Okay. The background for Mean Girls is that Mean Girls is based off the 2004 film that was written by Tina Fey. And the music was written by Jeff Richmond, lyrics by Nell Benjamin, and the book is by Tina Fey. All right. It's choreographed and directed by Casey Nicolau. It was produced by Lauren Michaels and Stuart Thompson. The musical was in the works by 2013 and was announced on October 3rd, 2016. Oh, still kind of new. Yeah. It's still a baby. Still baby. Babo. <laughs> Mary-Kate Morrissey plays Janice Sarskinen with Daniel Wade as Katie Heron, Mariah Rose Faith as Regina George, Megan Masako Haley as Gretchen Wieners, Jonathan Saxer as Karen Smith, Eric Huffman as Damian Hubbard, Adante Carter as Aaron Samuels, and Kabir Barry as Kevin Napore. In January 2020, Tina Fey announced that there was going to be a film adaptation of the musical and that they were looking for a director as of May 2020. However, nothing has been updated about it. Oh, well. <laughs> Which is disappointing. Yes. Hopefully we get something. Something. I want to see it. Same. If if they could just do like a Hamilton kind of thing where it's the that stage. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I'd watch that. I hope more shows do that. Oh yeah. I think I prefer that over like Dear Evan Hansen kind, like it's an actual movie. Yeah, because it gets kind of weird with movies if it's not done right, you know. Mm-hmm. To the productions. It premiered in October 2017 at the National Theater in Washington, D.C., and it ran until December that same year. Previews started on Broadway on March 12th, 2018 at the August Wilson Theater and officially opened on April 8th, but it had to close on March 11th, 2020, of course, because of COVID. Of wow. course. Yeah. COVID ruining everything. Yeah. Originally, a show was just put on hold, but then it was later announced that the show would permanently close on Broadway after 833 performances. Aw. Wop wop. And Mean Girls has a U.S. national tour that started in Buffalo, New York on September 21st, 2019. All right. Oh, yeah, it's still still a little baby. Little baby. Little baby show. <laughs> um, yeah, so but with that tiny bit of information out of the way, are we going to hop into our act one? Yeah. The show starts off with Janice and Damien introducing the audience to Katie, who has just come to Chicago from Kenya with her family in the song A Cautionary Tale. Katie soon realizes that people are not very accepting of outsiders, but she's up to the challenge of fitting into the high school. 
in the song It Roars. And after she finds herself ignored and generally not liked by her classmates in It Roars Reprise, which is not on the soundtrack. Ah. <laughs> Janice and Damien take pity upon her soul, and they take her into their group where she tries to find out where she belongs among the cliques in the school in Where Do You Belong? The audience is introduced to the Plastics, Regina, Gretchen, and Karen. Boo. When the Plastics meet Katie on her own, they decide that she will eat with them at lunch for the rest of the week in Meet the Plastics. It's a weird thing to just decide for somebody. <laughs> hey, you're going to eat lunch with us and we're going to decide whether you're good enough to sit with us for the rest of the year. Right. Your trial begins now. <laughs> it's like a very sad job interview, but without the money and the dental. Mm, or any, anything. Anything beneficial, really. Yeah. Katie shares the news of her lunch invitation to Damien and Janice. And Janice comes up with a plan that Katie will hang out with them and report back on everything they say. Damien tends to let Katie know why they dislike the plastic so much, but Janice shuts him down before he can tell her anything. Huh. Weird. Secrets. In her calculus class, Katie meets the dreamboat Aaron and develops a crush on him in Stupid with Love. Katie is exceptionally good at math and impresses the leader of the math lead, and he wants her to join their group. And before she's able to accept or give like any answer at all, the plastics swoop in and they get Katie away from him, saying that if she were to join him, she wouldn't have any chance of being popular. Because being good at math means you can't be popular. I guess. I guess it makes you far less attractive when you can do calculus. When you can think real good. <laughs> think with the numbers. Mm -hmm. Speak numbers to me. <laughs> Katie sees this as Regina looking out for her, while Janice tries to warn her about Regina. Of course, Katie doesn't listen to her in Apex Predator because she wants to be popular and fit in, and have friends. Yeah, bleh. Boo. Who wants all that? Not me. <laughs> Katie and the Plastics go to the mall where the boy talk comes up, as it often does with teenage girls, mm -hmm. and they ask Katie if she's interested in anybody at school. Of course, Katie shares that she likes Aaron, and she is informed that it is not possible for her to like him because he is Regina's ex. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. And as you know, girl code dictates that you cannot go after an ex. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if you weren't from the school in the first place. Yeah, like rude. After the fun time at the mall, the girls go to Regina's house and they show Katie the burn book. Ooh. And in the book, Janice is torn down and Gretchen informs Katie about Regina's history of being best friends with Janice, but them having a falling out. While Gretchen is in a talkative mood, she also informs Katie that because of her friendship with Regina, she has lost all confidence in herself in the song, What is Wrong With Me? Aww. That tells you get out of that friendship. Yeah, it yeah. really does. It's almost like the show's about toxic people. Oh my. Who would have thunk? The next day in class, Katie talks to Aaron, who tells her that because of his past relationship with Regina, he has decided to swear off dating. Good for you, Aaron. <laughs> wow. At least in high school. Yeah. At this point, Katie decided that if she were to act stupid in math, um, Aaron will help her and she will be able to spend more time with him in Stupid no. with Love reprise. Wow. 
Because that's how hmm. you get a romantic partner. <laughs> Lying. Lying. Yep. <laughs> Lying in math class. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. If I want to be fair, I guess this is a loophole for her to get to know Aaron without breaking Regina's quote unquote trust. Yeah. But it's not it's not a good plan. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best plan, but it's not the worst plan either. It's a very creative plan, yeah. I suppose. So Katie's plan seems to have worked and it gets Aaron to invite her to his Halloween party. Ooh. And Karen explains to Katie the point of Halloween because Katie never had to really have a Halloween party situation when she lived in Africa. And that is to dress sexy in the song, rightly named Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> However, Katie doesn't get this idea and she instead dresses like a scary character and is the only one to do so at the party. She's doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> so she not only does not fit in, she really doesn't fit in. <laughs> Later, Gretchen has a little chat with Regina, deciding that the way to help their friendship is to let Regina know that Katie has a crush on Aaron. Because at this point, Oops. Regina doesn't know. It's just Gretchen. Which results in Regina going over to Aaron, flirting with him, and getting him to take her back in Someone Gets Hurt. <sighs> Weak. Yikes. <laughs> Katie walks in on them making out and she gets her heart broken. Of course. Oh. Sad times. Sad, sad times. Katie shows up on Damien's doorstep and he tells her that the real reason why Regina and Janice aren't friends anymore is because in the sixth grade... Regina launched a bullying campaign against Janice where she called Janice a lesbian. And because this isn't <laughs> something that can be disproven, Janice was bullied to the point where she has to drop out at school. My goodness. Yeah. That's a bit extreme. Yeah. With this new revelation, the three of them make a plan to take down Regina. Step one is making her gain weight by switching out her health bars. Step two, playing on Gretchen's insecurities with her and Regina's friendship. They send Katie a candygram from Regina saying that they are best friends, but they don't send one to Gretchen so she feels left out and sad. Oh. Which I think womp is womp. very, very mean on their part. Yes. I mean, yeah, nobody's really like the good person no. at this point. No. But at this point, it, it kind of seems like Gretchen is an unfortunate bystander in Regina and Katie's uncalled war, I guess. Yeah. Secret war. Gretchen, she turns into revenge mode and she starts blabbing about Regina's secret hookups with a football player in Revenge Party and <laughs> other things about Regina as well. During the classic Christmas scene, after the plastics disastrous rocking around the pole dance at the school talent show, this is when students start to notice that Regina is a little bit bigger than she normally is, and soon she breaks one of the clique's clothing rules, and she is banned from the plastics lunch table. Gasp. And after Regina is banished, everyone breathes a sigh of relief that they no longer have to listen or follow her in Fearless. Eventually, Katie decides to do the right thing and apologize to Regina for kicking her out, but she implies that her reign is far from over in Someone Gets Hurt Reprise, which is also not on the soundtrack. Weep womp. And that is it for Act 1. Intermission! Boop, 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 boop. What you think? So it's sticking pretty close to the movie. Mm-hmm. You know? 
not not really anything changing so far. But no. yeah, don't think you really needed to change too much to at least base storyline. That's what I mean. It's like I, I'm kind of glad about that because the movie is so solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, like I I think they had too good of a base to really fuss with it too much. So I'm glad it's sticking to the original a lot. And it's not something that can really, like, I guess, not work on the stage too well. Yeah. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't believe they have a splash zone either. So there's oh, that. Dang it. <laughs> That's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a you know pretty solid show so far. I am interested to... I haven't listened to the soundtrack, surprisingly. But I am interested to listen to it to see how it ties into the story that I already know. Mm-hmm. But Cool Beans. So, since Kylie is presenting, Matt, would you like to do her theater facts? I guess I can. Ooh. Alrighty. So, theater fact for this time is there's been a number of notable Broadway cast replacements. Some of the names may be familiar to you. Sabrina Carpenter, Renee Rapp, Christina Alabato, Jennifer Simard, Catherine Brunel, and Cameron Dallas. Oh. I I only know one of them, and that's Sabrina Carpenter. (laughs) Oh, yeah, mine was Cameron Dells. But, sure. We're doing well. <laughs> Together, we know a third. Yay! Alrighty. And also, in this show, Mrs. Heron, Miss Norbury, and Mrs. George are all played by the same actress. Oh, that helps, I guess. Triple time. Less actors. Yeah, I mean, if, if they can make that work, sure. They just gotta change clothes all the time. So many clothes. I bet it's not even, like, that much of a difference. I think what helps them is that I don't think any of them are ever on the stage at the same time. Yeah, I mean. And I feel like they have like a smaller role anyway that it makes sense to merge them. Yeah, I know a lot of shows do that. And are we ready to, God, I don't know, get our revenge into Act 2? Burn our way in Act 2? Revenge is a dish best served in Act 2. <laughs> All right. Okay. You win. Sure. I'll allow it. When the students go back to school after Christmas break, Katie comes back dressed for her new role as the Queen Bee of the school in a cautionary tale reprise, not on soundtrack. Oh my. Katie informs Janice that because of a trip that has been planned already, she can't attend Janice's art show. And Damien and the other girls of the school try to get in the middle of Katie's social obsession And then they try to give her an intervention to get her to stop acting dumb for a guy by telling her about their own negative past experiences with obsessive behavior in Stop. You know, that's fair. Like, you really shouldn't do that just to get a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just be yourself. While her parents are on a trip, Karen and Gretchen convince Katie to lie to her parents and throw a classic small party while they are gone that weekend. Somehow her parents fall for this lie, and they let her have one. Big mistake. Have they never watched any movie before in the 80s? Ever. (laughs) Ever. Done hecked up. Don't believe your teenager when they say small party. Or party. (laughs) No party. When looking in on her friendships, Gretchen starts to notice similarities between Regina and Katie and her friendships with them. Uh Which causes Gretchen to contemplate being friends with Katie, a smart. While at the same time, Mrs. George wonders why her daughter refuses to have any meaningful conversations with her, reminiscing about the old days when Regina was a little girl and would tell her everything. 
in What's Wrong With Me? Reprise. Aww. After listening to Gretchen and Karen's idea to get Aaron to come over with the small party, Katie throws one. Yep. Mistakenly. Oops. I don't think she realized what was going to happen. Of course not. Which results in her getting drunk and the party growing out of hand. In Whose House Is This? Oh. The plan does work and Aaron shows up, but they sneak off into her bedroom where Katie drunkenly tells him the funny story about how she pretended that she was dumb in order to get his attention to make him like her. Well, the truth will set you free and make that boy run. Yeah. After hearing this truth bomb, Aaron gets upset and informs her that he liked the smart and kind Katie, not her new plastic popular persona in More is Better. Smart man. Yep, good. He leaves, and she chases after him, and she runs into Janice and Damien outside, who have come to confront her after Janice's art show that Katie said she couldn't attend because of the trip that her parents took. Oops. So she is caught. Busted. Womp womp. They tell Katie that she has betrayed their trust, lied to them, and has gone full plastic. That's fair. Yeah. Because she has. Yeah. You're supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. (laughs) Katie, now in full queen of the plastics mode and still drunk, accuses Janice of being in love with her. Wow. Mimicking what Regina said all those years ago to hurt Janice. Wow. And Janice and Damien are rightfully disgusted by how Katie has been acting. Yeah. Janice, um, she throws a picture that she submitted for her art show at Katie, and it was revealing that the winning... Painting was a portrait of the three of them in Someone Gets Hurt, reprise number two, not on soundtrack. Aww. For some reason, Regina thought that she would be invited to this party even after being kicked out of her popular group. So when she hears that she wasn't invited and discovers that the Caltine bars were the cause of her weight gain, she decides to get revenge on Katie and the girls by releasing the burn book. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. Somebody done messed up. (laughs) And she has like such a great criminal mind that she does this only after she adds Regina is a fugly cow to try and take some of the heat off herself and put the majority of the blame on the other girls. Oh, this is what we call planting evidence. Yep. So she throws copies of the burn book pages all over the school, revealing the insults about everyone they know except Karen, Gretchen and Katie in the song hmm. World Burn, which is a really good bad guy song. I have heard that one, because it was it played at, like, I think the Macy's Day Parade one year. Hmm. I think it's interesting that Katie, who I feel like has only been at the school for, like, what, six months or something, is getting tagged for this burn book about, like, people that she probably doesn't really even know. Right. Or could, like, really insult that well. Like, I could see definitely, like getting care and getting Gretchen because they've been at that school for like at least two years now. Probably went to middle school with these people. Right. But Katie has like, she doesn't really have much room to do it. I feel. Yeah, there's no reason. Kind of she deal. just quickly got all the dirt on everybody. Yes. Doing what stereotypical high school girls do, all the junior class begins fighting over the insults. Janice and Damien see an insult in the book that only Katie could have written about Damien. Oops. Because of all the drama and hate this book slash act has caused, there is a mandatory assembly about the burn book. 
Miss Norbury tries to bring the girls together. Janice gets a speaking spot and she explains her philosophy to the school, referencing her failed relationships with both Katie and Regina, empowering the other girls to stand up for themselves in I'd Rather Be Me. All right. When Regina storms out in anger and disbelief, Katie attempts to apologize once again, but the former Queen Plasta gets distracted and she gets hit by a passing school bus, making her day even worse. I mean, yeah, I would say that would make a day worse. Yeah. A day, a week, a month, probably the rest of your life with injuries. Yikes. Does she deserve something bad to happen? Yeah. Is it necessarily being hit by a bus? Hmm. That's debatable. That's a bit much. That's debatable. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, nothing makes you reevaluate your life more than watching a classmate get hit by a bus. Sure. So after seeing this, Katie looks in on herself and she realizes what a monster she has become. Yay, self-reflection. <laughs> Let me self-reflect while you're bleeding out on the pavement real fast. After learning Miss Norbury was about to be fired due to the things that she wrote, Katie takes full blame for the burn book despite not having written most of it herself. She is suspended for three weeks and banned from the Spring Fling in the song Fearless Reprise, not on the soundtrack. All right. When Katie returns to school, Miss Norbury offers her an olive branch and a way to earn some extra credit to save her grade by joining the mathletes at the state championships. Katie does this, and when the team wins, Katie feels redeemed and do this thing. Well, it's almost as if, like, doing the thing that you're really good at is probably good for you. Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily makes up for all the bad she's done. Oh, no. But I guess she feels better about it. Somehow. It's a start. It, it, yeah. Unable to help herself, she then sneaks into the spring fling with Aaron's help after kissing him. Sure. There she runs into Regina, and they have a heart-to-heart before making up. All right. Somehow, even after being banned from the dance, Katie is elected to be the spring fling queen. Why? <laughs> I don't know how this happens. You'd think they'd be like, no, you can't You can't vote for her. You can't write her name in. She, no. Also, like, yeah, why would anybody vote for her? Because she's good at math? Maybe sure. it's a joke? Yeah, maybe. This is where she stands and gives her big speech, her big famous speech. And when she has a crown in her hand, she notices how fragile and cheap the plastic crown is. And she breaks it into several pieces and gives them to each girl in attendance, telling them that they are all real and rare. Aww. Must be a small school. (laughs) Very small school. But aww. Such a big (laughs) burn book. Not many girls. Right. Or mostly dudes. I guess that's possible, too. Yeah. She apologizes to Janice and Damien, and they become friends once more. Katie, Damien, Janice, Gretchen, Karen, Aaron, and Regina all join together, finally accepting each other in Icy Stars. The end. They did it. They all came together in the end. And they became friends. Yeah. So what do we feel about this one as a whole? Cool. Uh, yeah, like we were saying before, it's pretty close to the actual story. Yeah, like, I, not not much changed, and I, I think it's better for it. I think it helps that Tina Fey was still involved in the musical. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she, like, her, her humor is hard to replace. Like, I don't, I don't know if it would have translated as well without her influence, at least. No. Yeah. I'm sad we missed this one, um, unfortunately. 
but I do hope it uh, gets recorded like the Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't be surprised if there's a, a run of it not too far away. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it came back around because it didn't get super long on Broadway, you know, consider considering the life of a lot of things. So I, I would hope it would get a, a resurgence at some point. I mean, COVID has, you know, calmed down significantly since it got pulled. So fingers crossed for that. Also, like, the name Mean Girls carries a lot of weight. Oh my gosh, yeah. Such, yeah, such weight. Like, everyone knows it. Even if they haven't seen it, they kind of know, like, the story of Mean Girls. It's just a good one. I don't know if it gives you the best message in the end. Like, obviously, these two girls did some terrible things and kind of tore up their school, and they just kind of got away with it. I mean, yes, one got hit by a bus and one got suspended. <laughs> Sent to be a mathlete. Yeah, those are a little unbalanced, I, w- I would have to say. Mm-hmm. But I guess like the over- the underlying message of just be yourself and things would be better. It- I-, I can jive with that, at least. So, yeah, do recommend this one. If you can see it, go see it. Because we did not and we are sad. Yep. Very sad. So obviously it is touring. That's how that's how it came to the Fox in our area. So go catch it if it comes to your city. Yeah. Wow. And if you did see it, let us know what you think. Yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts? <laughs> nope. All right. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up for this one. Woo. 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 All right. Well, be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. This ensures that you get our episodes as soon as they are posted. And it's just nice. So, there. Take that. And don't be a mean person. If you happen to be on Apple, please leave us five-star review. It helps boost us up in the numbers. And now, you can leave us reviews on Spotify. So if you could go mosey on over there and leave us five-star review, that'd be great. Yeah, do it. But the best way, of course, is to help us via word of mouth. So please tell your friends, your family, your coworkers. Do not write us in the burn book, because that's just not nice. Rude. But you can tell your click if you're in one. But yeah, it helps to get us out to our wider audience and gets us growing organically, and we really appreciate that from ya. Thanks. And of course, if you'd like to reach out to us, the best way is to email us at savemeanisleseat at gmail.com, or you can go to our socials. We are on Twitter at saveanisleseat, Facebook at savemeanisleseat, and on Instagram at savemeanisleseat, or you can go check us out on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Because we're cool and everywhere. Good luck getting away from us. <laughs> I have to be vaguely threatening each time. <laughs> of course, for more shows and to keep updated on everything we've got going on and other shows that we are a part of and support, you can go to our website. That's at www.ragtagnetwork.com. That's also where you can find things about each show on our blog post every week. So just go check out our tab there. And if you want to wear our merch, because it's pretty dope, you can go check out our merch store on our website as well. But I believe that is going to wrap us up for this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. If you'd like to help support us, you can visit our Ko-fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtag network. We also have merch available at www.ragtagnetwork.com slash merch in a variety of styles, so you can show off your podcast pride.
For more episodes and shows like this, check out our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com.